Water bong marijuana episode special f- number four hundred and twenty. <laughs> Recording it a little early, but you got a plan for the future. My parents say they say invest in gold, and I'm like, you're crazy. Well, get out of here with the gold. Both your parents say that. That's the one thing they still agree on. <laughs> yeah, exactly. They were they were torn apart by every difference they have, but the one thing they do agree on is uh, gold is king. Well, thanks, thanks for killing mm-hmm. some time up yeah, you're here, Adam. <laughs> Charlie I, uh, to go spit. <laughs> I took a, a bite of cookie right as we started, and then I threw it up into my mouth. What a um, <laughs> what are the what are those old things that people would spit in in like the West that would go ping? spittoons? Yeah, but what they were just to spit in? Yeah. Okay. Everyone, I mean, it's like having an ashtray. It's they spit that much. It was for tobacco. Was that part of it? Yeah, I think everyone was chewing tobacco all the okay. time. Okay. Well, why aren't people doing that anymore? That's You know how people are like using straight razors to shave and stuff? They're like, oh, you go old school. It's cool. And I got a leather handled straight razor. Well, the chewing, like chewing is only gross. Chewing seems like the, the oh, worst. Oh, yeah, tobacco for sure. Oh, you you want there to just be spittoons for spitting it? <laughs> well, yeah, kind of. You want to bring them back just for that? <laughs> I thought you were saying chewings. For, <laughs> chewing is chewing's out. bad. I'm like, well, that's why you're choking right before the pod starts it's throwing all, up. All about slurping these days. Slurping's in, chewing's out, and you're in to the start of the Adamas Chuck podcast. Uh huh. This is the one, uh, the only podcast we've done before. 1 p.m. Is that accurate? Uh, probably accurate. Uh, we're busy. We're busy fellas. Um, I feel eavesdropped on. There's a there's a number two fan in the in the house. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've uh, only, that being my girlfriend. I guess we'll. I said number two to see if uh, see if the eavesdropping is occurring. No, I think she's she's back there. I don't know. I don't know what she does when the okay. door's closed, but. Well, uh, I have a question, and usually I've learned the quicker I jump into it, the uh, <laughs> the more off the rails we go. Uh, do you want to talk about your trip? I haven't heard anything about it. Oh, yeah, I just got back from Spain. It was a good time. I'm chewing <laughs> a cookie now. Went with some folks, went to Barcelona, went to Sevilla. Here's, here's my big takeaway. Okay. You know how cheap shit is over there? Really? Food. I mean, some of the best meals I've ever had. Like... Super cheap. You're paying like 15 bucks a person to eat tons of food and drink. And- okay, you know that their currency, there's an exchange rate, right? Is that is that where you're getting tripped up? No, no, no. Here's the thing about the currency difference. Euro is worth like, uh, every euro is a dollar and ten cents. Okay. So, you're looking at it and you're like, oh, I'm a little bit underestimating. But then, you don't have to tip. Ah, uh, so you're right. You make it up. The bill, it's all cheaper than... If it was a U.S. dollar bill, I love a no tip. Are we the only country tip. that tips? Really? We got to get that past this be. tipping stuff. It's it's ridiculous. It's also not, also like the servers aren't mean to you. It's not like you take away this tipping component. No, and everyone's just like, ah, go fuck yourself. I wanted to are, make a point yesterday, and I didn't do it. I didn't make a point with my tip. You can also make a point by tipping them a lot, but they also kind of oh, you think like, they get that point to be like no <laughs> or care? It's <laughs> right at. I don't know. It's, okay, I don't even know what these Spanish people eat. Tapas, nonstop tapas. Okay, a lot of fish. Uh, they got some 
croquettes over there. You ever one of these croquettes? Are you thinking of the fun lawn game, croquet? I am. I'm sorry. Oh, okay. <laughs> we'll move on. <laughs> well, I have a question here uh, that originated somewhere in uh, Europe only because you told me that a minute ago. Uh, <laughs> but that's all you told me. I, I'm curious about... Um, about this big old, big old wing flopping, flapping, honky ass <laughs> mother goose. <laughs> mother goose, a classic honky. Uh, that was a rust covered statue of a goose there from from France. France. <laughs> France. <laughs> wow, you were over in Europe. <laughs> That's actually how they say it. It's Barcelona and it's French. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, so he was a he's a Frenchman. Okay. I don't know what his name is. Well, what did he do? He was a he was a he was just a writer, right? I think he's an author. Okay, so he comes up. He names him. I don't know if he names himself Mother Goose. I don't think that's what that he, was his pen name. <laughs> his I don't think his pen name is Mother Goose. <laughs> okay, I think he writes these stories under himself, but he calls them like the tales of Mother Goose. Uh huh. So he's like, these all come from the crazy mind of, of a goose. I, I believe. Yeah. Now I'm not sure if that it, man is for the birds. There you go. Are crazy people? Is that because they're? Uh, we think birds are crazy. I think birds are pretty, uh, pretty logical. I always assumed for the birds meant you left them out to be picked at by like yeah. a vulture. That's what it is. Right? Oh, I have no idea. But um, I, I like saying this is for the birds. It's very fun to say, <laughs> but I'm, I usually say that when I'm chucking food out my window. <laughs> this. <laughs> You can litter if you say this is for the birds. <laughs> There's <true>. plausible deniability. <laughs> I don't know. I'll throw a mm-hmm. yeah, plastic water bottle on the ground. People will look at you weird. Oh, this one's for the birds. Yeah. Okay. Straws this is for the turtles. So, did this mother goose wear clothes? I want to paint. Does there photos in these? I think mother goose, his version of is a, just like an elderly woman named mother goose. Oh, I pictured a goose with a bonnet. Yeah, I think that's also a way she's depicted. Okay. I think he left that up to the interpretation <laughs> of the of the reader. All right, because my my understanding of Mother Goose is all from this. Uh... <laughs> wow, I saw that one. Holy smokes, that was like at a concert when one of the, they put water in their mouth and then they blow it. You know that move? Uh, I've never seen that at a concert, but I I can picture someone doing that. <laughs> okay, it feels more like a seventh grade thing to me. Good imagination. Uh, I'd rather see him breathe fire. Anyway. Mother Goose is, yeah, I, I know from the Jim Henson stuff. Yeah, uh, where I think that was a literal goose, and he just took all these. And I don't know what the rules on that are for just taking stories that someone else wrote. I think you get a hundred years, and then you can just. Oh yeah, yeah. What is that called? Uh, open whatever. Um, <laughs> it doesn't matter. But uh, Inter- international. It's like we're gonna be able to sing Happy Birthday soon. If yeah, the rights on that are gonna lapse. Did so? Someone had the rights to that. Someone have we talked the about rights this? To happy birthday. Sounds a little familiar. Yeah, it's because every language has it. So did they wait to translate it, or were you know, like I Isn't feel like it's Twinkle sh- Twinkle Little Star. Oh, uh, 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 no, uh, but there's something. there's one that has like a lot, like Silent Night. I don't know. I one don't of those. <laughs> no, but right one. There's like a group of three songs. Is it Row 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 Your Boat? We're never gonna get there. We're never gonna get there. Also, like you could tell someone those are all the same songs. It's like that's yeah, yeah. I don't want to hum them to myself to figure this out. I was putting them back to back on a playlist. The research here is painful and it makes me look stupid. So, did they? I have a lot of questions about this. I'm really hung up on the goose part. If we're gonna spend most of the time on the goose thing, did they reference her cloaca at all? 
Wait, what's a cloaca? Oh, I'm glad you asked. Is it, oh, wait, is it a... Uh, <laughs> it's oh, a one-hole-fits-all sex, poop, and rock and roll. I was close. I was picturing a clavicle. Um, oh, that's a collarbone. That's it. Yep. So, uh, I don't think they talk too much about a cloaca. You know, just like a normal amount. Okay. I think they, yeah, they probably had a little rhyme in there, like... One hole for all jobs. I didn't something. know if they were like, oh, her stories. Some of them are shit. Some of them are piss. Some of them are. <laughs> uh, <laughs> they all come out of the same, same cloaca. bird. Uh huh. No, that's okay. uh, nothing, nothing like that. Adam. Okay. There's a goose, and I don't know if there's a initial chapter. I think this guy wrote one big old book. Okay. And it's, at one time, he just dropped it on a table, and it like broke the desk of the the only putt. What year was this? This that's, is a. Uh, one of the centuries. It's in one of the centuries. Oh, you know, okay. say 18th. It was during that. that uh, makes sense. I think they they called it the uh, was it the Renaissance? Not the Renaissance. The Enlightenment era. Oh yeah. What is the difference there? They felt like they both kind of did the same thing. The Renaissance. We were Dark Ages for uh-huh. like 800 years. Yeah. And I think we labeled ourselves Dark Ages, and everyone's like, "Oh, that's cool." There's sounds, not a whole lot. Sounds of, cool. Why would you want to break out of the Dark Ages? You you wouldn't, and everyone. It also just kind of put everyone in this mentality where they're like, "We don't need to do anything. We're dumb. We're just it's not our fault." Yeah, and then eventually someone's like, "I think it's time for a renaissance." So they name the era the Renaissance. Then everyone got stuff into so gear. It's just like a group of kids that decided to start studying, <laughs> like yeah, and then they <laughs> figuring shit out again. We just invented. Like a we bunch lost of... our backpack. We're gonna sulk for eight hundred years. But we got a bunch of uh, culture at like one time. And then we and then we really start taking off on some stuff. Yeah, uh, I have a problem with the culture. word culture. Mm-hmm. It's it's very ethereal, but people say it as if it's quantifiable. Yeah, um, I I do. I never like it when someone's like, "Oh yeah, I went to the dirt." Not a lot of culture there. It's like, no, they have as much culture as anywhere. Their culture it's is just, just boring. boring. Yeah, right. I was in rural Wisconsin, and it's just so familiar to me. I'm just like, I guess this is kind of the culture. It's not interesting, right? Here's what I don't like, like going to Spain and stuff. I feel like there's a tendency to see someone else's culture mm-hmm. and just be like, so like everything they do differently. You you're notice. like, well, that's incredible. That's right. amazing. They have all this culture. And it's like some of the stuff is it's only different. It's not any better. And a lot of the shit's just not as good. So I don't respect anyone who's like, oh, Europe does everything. But like you got to right. go to Spain. Everything is perfect. It's like, mm-hmm. yeah, they got some cool stuff. Some of it's dumb. They got to. I guess people consider history part of the culture, and so when there's more of it, maybe. Yeah, I get that. I mean, there's a there's a like, oh, they've been here a while. Yeah, but I don't know. That's uh, they got their own problems going on. Mm-hmm. Get some drip coffee, Barcelona. That's all I'm saying. So we're in the Enlightenment era now, which yeah. is where everyone starts having these ideas. It's more about ideas than doing things. Okay. People are like, like you know, this Hobbes fella, Thomas, Thomas. Yep, he thought of something. Someone came up with like the invisible hand. Mm-hmm. Someone came up with Shakespeare. And then <laughs> yeah. we've got all these different. We're like, okay, now we're really thinking. This guy, he writes a bunch of just like silly stories that are kind of mostly for children. That's what I wanted to know. But some of them seem pretty dark. Uh huh. Well, so for example, this, uh, um, what's the one where the what? lady's asleep and she's hot? She's sexy? The Sleeping sleep- Beauty. Sleeping Beauty. Uh-huh. I don't know. I've never understood what that story is about. How does she wake up? Someone kisses her sleeping body? I think the Prince, literally a guy named Prince Charming. <laughs> yeah, and this, okay. I don't know if this is the first story where he's phoning oh, so it in. Why is it charming? Why does the charming part of kiss, you don't have to be charming to kiss a sleeping person. No, you can 
Although I don't want that out there in the world. If you're like, I'm not charming. How am I ever, ever going to kiss someone? I think it's a fine thing to put it. You don't need to, your level of charming doesn't matter. Don't kiss sleeping women. Okay. Unless they wrote a note and stuck it to themselves <laughs> before they fell asleep, which is maybe what this lady A did. post-it on her head. Yeah. Right. Um, I think you can do those on planes where you're like, you got a little hat and you put a sign on you that says like, please serve me food. Oh, I like, like that. Don't wake me up. Have people done that? They should just have like a, like a thing on the back of the seat where you flip it to the color of like your, your status on now, wake up or don't wake up. Now you're thinking yes. that's not a bad idea. Uh-huh. Um, or you just jot down a little napkin. Cause in hotels, they have signs that you put up, do not disturb. Absolutely. What do you do on the, the plane? Yeah. You're going to just trust that aisle seat has known you well enough to know whether you want to keep napping or yeah right some stranger across the the way gets to decide your fate no i don't yeah. like that it's all about these post-it notes that uh, that's our most recent enlightenment mm-hmm. so were these long stories or were they like post could you put it on a post-it note i think they're pretty short i think we're going uh probably average of like 25 pages okay because they made movies based on all this but they really oh, embellished yeah. Yeah, I don't think this guy saw a dime of this Disney money. Okay, the so like name some of some of these stories. We well, just, got Sleeping Beauty. Uh huh. Um, and the plot behind that woman gets cursed. I assume women are always getting cursed, and then she's in like a tower. Does that sound right? Are you thinking of Rapunzel? No, that's with the hair. He might yeah. have written Rapunzel. Okay, women were always in towers. Oh yeah, towers were big back then. Basements. Seem like the place to put your trapped women. I don't know. Less, more con- inconspicuous. Yeah. Uh, I mean, you're probably right, but there's a romanticism. If you're trapping a beautiful woman in this era, yeah, it's kind of more about showing that's, off. You want to put them up high in a tower. Yeah. All right. Fair enough. Because they're also, they're always giving them like nice clothes. On the perch. Yeah. These women in towers are like dressed very mm-hmm. well. So who's putting them in the tower? Because it's like someone rescue me. I need a... A man to rescue me, and the person that put you in the tower could be like, "All right, I'll let you out." I think it's usually You're rescued. I think jealous women are stealing. That's that's how Snow White happened. Okay, someone was jealous, and then there's this uh, this maleficent lady. I think she's the same lady. She's always just jealous. Maleficent. They made like two movies about her now. She's just like a w- woman with weird cheekbones. That's her name. Yeah. Okay, I thought you were going for malevolent, and I was like, no, her name is Maleficent. Okay. Um. But we're good. Okay, let's so let's Sleeping Beauty. Mm-hmm. Let's knock that one off. Beauty <laughs> falls asleep. Yeah, Prince Charming fights a dragon, then bang, kisses her. <laughs> okay, I don't know. Kisses her, then bang. Okay, uh, fireworks they, fly. They like ruled England for mm-hmm. hundreds of years. Oh, perfect. So I don't know if that one came first when he was bad at them and he like wasn't good at plot yeah. or naming people. Literally went with Sleeping Beauty and Prince Charming. The dog's snoring and it's really making making me question how entertaining this episode <laughs> is so far. <laughs> You're really getting in my head. Oh yeah, my dog's over in the corner there, but uh, she seems content. I mm-hmm. think she's it's good, easily listening when you fall asleep, Pod. Oh, the sun's a good place to take a nap. Do they have thicker eyelids though? Dogs I can't or Sleeping Beauty? <laughs> dogs. She was out quite a bit too. I'm sure it got sunny in there sometimes. Yeah, I don't. I don't know about the eyelid situation, Adam, because that's my biggest problem when I sleep in the sun. Sure. Then we got we got Cinderella, perhaps his biggest hit. How many of them were about babe shows? Uh, this he's probably got a few more. Oh, he did he do uh uh what's the Rumpelstiltskin? He might have done Rumpelstiltskin. I'm gonna say Rumpelstiltskin is an older thing. Uh huh. I know why the caged bird sings. It's because she's a lady in your tower and you're making her. <laughs> 
Is that the plot of Rebels? <laughs> she had to no, she had to spin uh she had to spin yarn into gold. All right, let's get into Rumble Stiltskin for a moment. Okay. She This isn't a goose. It might Maybe, be a is goose. this a gander? I'm gonna say is this a, a father gander? This, this is Papa Gander. <laughs> okay. Um a Papa Gander story, which is also <laughs> how propaganda how started. Convince people to yeah, kill all those Jews was uh I gotta say we less. Yeah. But um so Rumpelstiltskin was a an old man, or like a troll. He was like a short. Was he just no, no, an old guy? Rumpelstiltskin was a troll. Okay, an old man went to Rumpelstiltskin, or did a woman go to Rumpelstiltskin? Well, she was given a task, and her task was to make a bunch of gold. Yeah, to weave hay into gold, or they were gonna kill her. So it was the point of that. Like, here's an impossible task that no I one could do. So. We just like, want to kill you, but we want to make you panic first. Yeah. Um, of a panicked lady. It's like the Saw movies. The original Saw. Oh, yeah. And uh, so they put her in a tower. Mm-hmm. And then she, the Rumpelstiltskin comes along. Yeah, he, with and, that ugly little Saw-like face. And he lets her... He does it for he, her. If she gives... If she promises to right? name her... I Is it even, a name? I didn't even think it was give the firstborn. I literally thought it was name your firstborn <laughs> Rumpelstiltskin. <laughs> I thought he was just kind of like fucking with her. And then she's like, this guy seems like a jokester. He must be kidding. Uh-huh. And then she didn't do that. And then he kills her. I think he might have wanted the child. Is the golden goose in this story? The goose that laid the golden egg? I think that's different. That's a different story. Yeah, it's hard to sell an egg as yarn. I've tried. <laughs> <laughs> Boy, have I tried. Turn, yeah. Turn this golden egg into golden yarn. Mm-hmm. Equally t- difficult task. For but, sure. Um. So that's that's a propagander. Now we got a mother goose, which is a uh, Cinderella's one. We all know Cinderella. We don't need to rehash that. Mm-hmm. Um, Birds dress her. She's yeah. There's, a, there's that's some... how you know you're fair as a maiden. Birds dress you. Yeah, that's. The, the, I would have liked the, a goose doing it <laughs> instead of seven birds doing it. Just one goose. Like, I got this. <laughs> it's a little less sexy. To uh-huh. put that might have been how it was written. Yeah. And then when they filmed it, they were like, let's. Let's jazz this up a little bit instead of a honky-ass goose. <laughs> Mother Goose is putting this big dress on her and just giving her uh, outdated advice. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure this point's been made a million times, but the uh, the deal where it's like, whose shoe fit? How many women tried this shoe on and they didn't fit? Oh, yeah. There's only so many feet sizes. It's like everyone in the town has a wide foot shoe and she's the only one without a wide foot shoe. Yeah. Also, this doesn't make any. Uh, this, so anyway, Cinderella, fine story. It's got a pumpkin. Only really makes sense if they went to a masquerade ball, which I don't think was the Maybe case. Maybe that she's the size of. That's why she has to tr- try on the shoe. She's the size. She fit in a pumpkin. Maybe mm-hmm. it didn't really blow up all that big. You know, the carriage. You think it's a normal size pumpkin? I think he's screwing a leprechaun. <laughs> you know, <laughs> she fit in a pumpkin. That could be. I think it was an award-winning pumpkin. That's okay. Why people aren't impressed if you show up in a pumpkin carriage that's a normal-sized pumpkin. This was a. Can, this was a state. Can every winner. food get as big as a like? You know what I mean? It seems like pumpkins have no limit. Fantastic question. I don't know why the pumpkin <laughs> is the food that can just keep getting bigger. You can't, I feel like watermelons a similar kind of thing. It just inflates. Maybe a little bit, but like you can't just keep watering corn until right. You have the biggest corn yeah, kernels the size of your head. Like to pop those. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, I don't know what's going on with these pumpkins. Also, we're always like impressed by who grew the biggest pumpkin, but I don't have a clue how they're doing that. Are they breeding pumpkins? Yeah, I don't like this is some some genetic 
I don't get it. I mean, if GMOs are a problem anywhere, it's on these pumpkin grind contests, <laughs> I tell you. Uh, so they're going to start turning them into tiny homes next thing you know. <laughs> you get the stinky kid in class because his parents made him live in a pumpkin and go to Montessori school. Go to what school? Montessori school? You familiar? Yeah, what's Montessori? I swear, it's like kids will teach themselves. <laughs> they kind of like they just have a chaperone, and they're like, "Let's teach you to t- get in touch with your feelings," which is great. Uh, but you know, I don't know. We'll do them out in the woods, and they're, they're progressive. For, I'm sure for better and for worse. Is it when they give you the report cards that like parent-teacher conferences they bring in? You're like, your kid's you know pretty attentive, but not a very good teacher. He's really <laughs> yeah, <fair. right. laughs> he doesn't know how to read, he and I blame that on that. <laughs> he doesn't know how to command the classroom. So here's here is one of the uh, the more interesting. So who do you think Bluebeard is? <laughs> this feels like Montessori school. <laughs> Bluebeard, uh, I would have to imagine. That sounds like a pirate, kind of. I thought he was a pirate uh, until I moments ago Googled list <laughs> okay. of Mother Goose stories. And Bluebeard is not a pirate. Bluebeard is like a... He's, I thought Blackbeard and Bluebeard were both... And Redbeard? Mm. I thought they were all just is like... Is it Redbeard? I might have sounds a Redbeard. like a Norseman. I might just be thinking of a Fisher Price toy I had. Okay. Or <laughs> you had a Redmond toy? Hmm? You had a Redmond toy of of uh I had those pirate toys. Everything was pirates Wu-Tang and Wu-Tang Clan? Okay. See, I don't know the clan well enough. Yeah, to, me uh, either. I want to say Method Man or Red Man. I'm a oh, boy, I'm But this this bluebeard fella, Adam. Mm-hmm. This is a man not not a pirate, apparently like an ugly man. Okay. And Something's like he's so ugly, no one wants to marry him. What was the blue part? He has a blue beard. They're like he literally is a man with a blue beard, so no one wants to like marry him. We call blue blue haired people. Is he just an old man? I don't think he's old. <laughs> okay, no. but he's 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 unattractive to women. One because he has a blue beard, and two because he's been married a bunch of times before. Okay, which doesn't really line up. It feels like for the like, time, it no, feels like nobody cares. No one wants to marry him because he's been married too many times. Hmm. But then There's a little bit of a stigma, sure. more now than I would think back then. But also, it's a sign that how bad can this beard be? Yeah, people have been marrying him. As a woman back then, getting married was just a thing that happened to you, you know. So it's like, what? Yeah, you're like, oh, apparently I'm getting, <laughs> I'm married. getting married. Yeah. Um, but this lady, she mm-hmm. marries Bluebeard because she's like, actually, his beard's not that blue. Now that I look at it more, <laughs> okay. And then at one point, she like opens up a, she finds a magic key he has. She opens his closet door. And there's all of his ex-wives dead in the closet. Okay. And then she's like, well, this seems like a bad sign. This is yeah. what you call a red flag yeah, in relationships. Right. <laughs> Bluebeard, red flag. And so she pops out and then, like, hides the key. And then Bluebeard gets back. And he's like, hey, where's my key? I want what He was visiting his dead wives? No, he just wanted to know where that key was. Yeah. Uh, and so he's like, where's my key? And she's like, couldn't tell you. And he's like... You know, you got to tell me. And she's like, all right, fine. Here's the key. And there's blood on the key because you can't wash the blood off the key. And he's like, oh, okay. Well, now I have to kill you. And then she goes, no, please don't do that. Yeah. And he's, this is, this is my favorite part of the story. Uh, He says, okay, I will give you one half of one quarter of an hour and not a moment more. (laughs) One half of one quarter of an hour, seven and a half minutes? Seven and a half minutes and then I'll kill you. Okay. And she's like, well, that seems fair. Um, (laughs) This is before, you know, women are empowered. Split the the quarter of an hour and a half. You are the quarter of an hour's true mother. And she like calls up her sister 
with her final moments. Yeah, and her sister comes. He also I'm, might have been like, I'm the what? One the phone call. I, Does that help date this? I th- she just yelled it from her tower. Oh yeah, she's and her in sister's her over in another tower. Mm-hmm. And they, you know, they used to have a whole tower system. I like a world where all these collide. Maybe he was he getting there to where they all intertwine. This is like that movie Crash, or like the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Sure, both incredibly racist. Oh. <laughs> I bet one of them is. I'm not a superhero guy, and I don't want to go too on record because uh, there are a lot of people are, but not a fan. No, the idea of a superhero to me is very like ham-fisted. Yeah, you know, it's just like, oh yeah, okay, we're just adults, and we're going to hang on to this notion of uh, a pure good and a pure evil, and they're just going to smash into each other until good prevails. Uh, you're describing football, Adam. <laughs> okay. I'm a big fan of so. it. I love, we were t- I said the other time I was here, I love that uh, football is the only time you can root against the Army. <laughs> I think that's fun. The Army has a college team. <laughs> I think it's fantastic. Like, Fuck you, Army. <laughs> yeah. Like, sorry, it was just the game. Uh, so her sister comes over and kills Bluebeard or something. Oh, nice. Um, she has a tough sister. Yeah. Cool. Or they kill him together. That's, I don't know, something like that. Mm-hmm. It's about women sticking together. Yeah, I want. I want to. I but want to know that it, it started with uh, her, her sister going down on all fours behind him, and she pushes him <laughs> over. You know that old. <laughs> they got a yeah. Mother Goose <laughs> actually invented the old kneel trip. <laughs> that was that was his finest, uh, finest moment. So what else do we, we have? Uh, all right. So another. This is one I've also never understood, but I'm aware of it. Puss in Boots. Could you tell me? Puss in Boots was a mother goose? He's a mother goose. I thought it was just like. From Shrek. I thought they, yeah, I thought they thought took. they made it up for Shrek. Yeah, I thought it was a spinoff. I, it does feel that way. Because he was a character in Shrek, right? Yeah. But I mean, then they're just like, he would be fun to play. Or it was derived from. Yeah, they just pulled it. Shrek's this was a about a cat characters. in Boots? I think it's literally like this cat uh, has a hat and boots. Okay. I don't know why he wasn't Puss in Hat. But he would go around with a sword, and I think he would, like, duel people. But I don't know anything other than that. I don't know if he talked real silly or what. I assume I'm, he talked. I hope he has a... It seems like you got to have a catchphrase if all you do is fight people. On guard. Was that telling the other person to be... You're like, you yeah, have to tell get ready. Them. I think it's like, I'm oh. going to attack you. Is that what it is? Okay, it's a gentleman's thing. I think so. Yeah, that makes sense. That's fair. On guard, push you over some knees. So he's got puss in boots, and there's got... The classic Little Red Riding Hood, uh-huh. which is uh, which is about a not Puss in Boots. That's about a uh, a wolf in a bonnet, right? Yeah, it's a little one note with the, yeah, with the animals in the clothes. Most of his stories are. <laughs> what if this person yeah. put out a hat? He died, and they uncovered he just had a ton of pets wearing little. He invented <laughs> the cat sweater, actually. <laughs> uh, and so, yeah, Little Red Riding Hood. I always mix that one in uh, those three bears. Was, oh, you mixed the three? I mean, I know they're different, but... Wait, what about the three wolves and the pigs? No, that's very and puff and blow your house down. That one's about teamwork and watching out for your okay. uh, fellow comrades. I would be more likely to get uh, um, the little bread crumbs one mixed up Hansel with... Hansel and Gretel, yeah. Red Riding. I think they're they're in the same Marvel Cinematic Universe as well. Yeah. Um, this morning pot, Hansel and Gretel, makes me hungry. Sounds like with a... With those breadcrumbs little, everywhere? Little, no, just the, like a, it sounds like a griddle. Uh, grits something along those lines <laughs> you know i think you're just hungry I think okay this is the problem with the morning pot i i get the i confuse little red riding hood and goldilocks are uh 
they're like the same character in my mind because they're okay. equally just kind of like ignorant. One of them's like in a bear's house and like being real prissy, and the other one uh-huh. like doesn't know her grandma isn't a wolf. It takes you like four questions to be like, "You are a wolf." That right? I find them to be equally dumb characters. That's fair. But what was dumb about Goldilocks? She felt more careless. She was just like, "Oh, these bears wouldn't come home." Yeah, and also just rude. Yeah, for sure. Uh, we're presumptuous. On, we're on the side of the bears in that one, right? I am. I don't know. I don't know how that's Did they maul her? What happened at the end? I don't know. Me either. They might eat her. Was the lesson just like, or was the, the end, the climax was just she found the right bed and porridge? No, and they had come a good home nap? and they're mad. Yeah. But then I don't remember what happens. <laughs> then it turns into the Berenstein Bears, then the intro starts, and it's like the Brady Bunch, <laughs> but with bears. Oh, that seems like a, that is the pilot episode to a show. Yeah. They're like, oh, we got these three bears living together. Oh, I love now this. Now let's throw Goldilocks in the mix. Now mm-hmm. that's just like Elf. That's <laughs> just like Three's Company, Three Men and a Baby. I'm really hung up on the three part, but <laughs> <laughs> there's a story there for sure. Uh, right, the, let's write a pilot. A little snarky baby bear. And his other big hits, I we have Little Thumb. Little Thumb? I don't know what that is. Okay. I know Little Foot. That's about a dinosaur. I know Thumb Wars. One, two, three, four. No. On I'm, guard. I'm thinking of the... Uh, you ever watch Thumb Wars and Thumb Tannic? No. They were parodies of uh, Star Wars and Titanic. Okay. Well, what with characters thumbs? in them were thumbs. And I would watch those wow. as sleepovers growing up. And it was the funniest thing in the world to me. Oh, it's like when you draw a face on your chin and lay upside down. It's kind of like... kind of got that vibe. But it was... Uh, I mean, I'm sure not good in retrospect. But yeah. just... Uh, as a as a sixth grader, it blew my mind. It so. sounds creepy. That sounds like one of the things you watch and it's fun, and then you take acid and it ru- <laughs> like it changes your life in a negative way. Yeah, I, I think that's right. <laughs> now he also just throws into this book a bunch of nursery rhymes. So what's a nursery rhyme? A nursery rhyme is a, is it a rhyme that a poem story. Yeah. Okay. So for example, it, it, Little Miss Muffet mm-hmm. sat on her tuffet. He's just got a little. St- it makes it. It's it's a poem, but it you could tell a kid it, and he wouldn't be like, "Well, what's the meaning of this poem?" Yeah, he'd be like, "Oh, a spider." People love it. rhyming. In fact, I am blown away. There's some people in the Madison comedy scene who love nothing more than to drink uh, and booze it up, and they are sober this month merely because it rhymes. Sober, sober October. October. They're like, "Oh, my friends and family were concerned, but what's really going to make me change my behavior is a good old fashioned rhyme scheme." Like. <laughs> Yeah, that's a point. Um, you would have think literally people being like, you have a problem with alcohol would have uh, driven that home first. But whatever it takes. I'm not looking forward to... Uh, I wish Tupac rapped more about, you know, staying in school. Kids would have stayed in school. Kids would have stayed in school. Because they respect the rhyming. Yeah. I was trying to do my own thing. I was trying to figure out how I could make a relapse all Saints Day work. <laughs> oh, God. Like okay. That's November 1st, right? But oh, what is All Saints Day? That's like after Halloween, then all the saints are at peace. How many saints are there? It feels like a ton of saints. Uh, oh, yeah. There's are the saints 800 like... to 1,000 saints. Are you kidding me? I bet that's right. So, there's this, so, the way the Greek gods were like God of War, we have like saints of being nice to your neighbor on your right side and then a saint of being... Yeah, but I mean, there are people that you just like... I think it used to be easier to get to become a saint yeah you do like something good and people heard about it and mm-hmm. they're like you're in the club but i think we've had mother Teresa. And i don't think we've had anyone 
in the last hundred years other than Mother Teresa. Oh, saint is a real like a knighting, but in the church world? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's oh. not like a not like a mythical creature. It's I not- thought saints were like a biblical like Saint John. In the Bible Saint of the Toilet. In the Bible he is John. Uh-huh. And then he dies and they and make they- him Saint John. Okay. Did they come up with Saint later? I don't think they had any saints until after Jesus died. Okay. And then they made Mary a saint. They made Joseph a saint. Uh, yeah, like, uh, you know, we got, like St. Patrick. That was just like a real dude. Okay. Well, I, I don't know anything about that guy. Uh, yeah, I don't either. He drove the Scots out of Ireland or something. Okay. Somebody played a flute at one point, but I think that was a... I'm thinking of the guy that loved the children. That, that was a away. piper. Yeah. That wasn't a mother goose. No. That was creepy. Was it? He didn't do anything to the kids, did he? He stole them. Ah, yeah, but he was unpaid for his work, right? Didn't he lead the yeah, rats no, out? <laughs> similar to the to those uh, three Berenstein Bears, uh-huh. I think the Pied Piper, it's one of those where you're like, yeah, he's he's in the right here. He's yeah. like a weird, like... He owed the man money. We don't like him because he's a bear and he steal, and this one steals children, but... They, they the were Pied Piper around. was not a bear, right? <laughs> okay, yeah. all right. I guess that was more specific to the bears. But. Okay, I'm I'm like the reverse Pied Piper. I, w- I was changing my car battery in my mom's garage yesterday, and uh, she's like, well, now I have, like, the door was kind of open for extended periods of time into the garage, and now they have a mouse. So you let oh you let some mice into the garage. yeah I think I'm gonna bust out my third grade recorder from my special little box in the basement <laughs> and try to get it out with some hot cross buns. I think you blast that and yeah, that mouse will take off. I think a mouse would eat a hot cross bun. Yeah, that's a little more. Despite the point. their pious, their uh, kind of non secular nature. <laughs> Am I using I that even... right? I get real tripped up on secular versus non. I think secular sounds religious. Secular is outside of, of religion. Of yeah, religion. All right, I got it right this time. But but it does seem weird. I disagree with it. Who would refer to non secular as not? They both seem like they're outside of religion. Yeah, uh, but these church mice, they're. They'll hang out. Yeah. I love a pious bun. Uh, three blind mice. The three blind religions of the book. Whoo! Trashed them all. So three blind mice. He might be one. They might be in this uh, this nursery rhyme grouping. Uh-huh. That sounds more. Yeah. That sounds like a quick story. Mm-hmm. And these were presumably. He, I think he must have written some stories that he's like, this doesn't have enough meat on the bone mm-hmm. to make it a whole thing. Ham on the hock. Not enough ham on the hock. Have you ever been to a bar and someone eats one of those things? Pickled ham hock up on the shelf that's been there forever? I've that's not, no what bar? Little little Oregon bar. Someone pulled down and ate a pig pickled pig ankle or whatever they are. Oh yeah, it's fun for it's fun for everyone to watch. It's I can kind of like that. look how daring I am eating this thing. That's is that like a move you do on a date to be like what sort <laughs> no, of culture my... guy I am? Be like I'm just so at peace. All <laughs> maybe that's your hail mary if you're, <laughs> if you're dating a real like if you're if you're emasculated, you know, somewhere somewhere along the way or feel a little little out toughed by by this date of yours you can be like well i'll eat a pig angle right here i'll do it i know <laughs> i know you fixed the flat tire on the way here to this dive bar where we're supposed to fall in love underneath a perhaps blue ribbon sign but uh you're not gonna suck down this pickled egg hole <laughs> not like i am all right well what else do you <laughs> All right, we'll, clo- we'll close on this one because nobody wants to hear about all these uh, <laughs> piddly little nursery, ra- nursery I, rhymes. I asked. Oh, the nursery rhymes. The nursery rhymes are no good. Okay. But, what, what do you call the other things? Fables? Uh, fairy tales. Fairy- okay. Yeah. A fable. 
I don't know if a fable a is can- specific to Asa. A fable has to have a, a cane and fable. Yeah. But these are morals. These are fables. Okay. Synonymous. But this one, this is called a Ricky Tuft. Uh-huh. Ricky Tuft. Ricky Tuft. Did a little tough to hair. Is this a he hair did. thing? He did oh. a little tough to hair. So he's OG Alfalfa. He's he's a prince uh-huh. born incredibly ugly with a little tuft of hair. This guy really he had a few points. He he it was ugliness and you know, trapped women seemed to be real hang ups of his. Yeah. Which I I'm fair if if you're hung up on women being trapped, I'm I'm fine with trying to get them down by their hair or whatever means necessary. He's kind of like a Cyrano de Bergerac type of dude. He's a, I'm not super familiar. You know the movie Roxanne? I know the song. All right. Well, picture the song. Same thing. <laughs> okay. Um, picture an hour and a half of the song. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, Ricky Tuft has a little tuft of hair. Mm-hmm. And he's a he's a dumb guy. But he's, no, he's, no, a, no, he's a smart guy. Is he like a young prince? Or is he like a, well, like a full grown? They have him. And they're like, this is the ugliest baby anyone's ever seen. Uh-huh. And... Um, this like fairy comes and the fairy's like good news is maybe it's a doctor either way like good news is um your son is very smart other good news he has the ability to transform whoever he loves into someone beautiful so <laughs> by what, standing no, next to him in a photo no 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 i'm sorry he has he has the ability to transform whoever he loves into someone intelligent okay he's so smart and he's got this magic tuft of hair he can make anyone else smart. Okay, so he teaches them things. Uh, He's a good teacher. No, it's more like a snap your fingers intelligence. Okay. So he then meets two princesses. Mm-hmm. And the princesses are, one is dumb and smart. Dumb and hot? Dumb and hot. Uh-huh. And the other, Adam? Smart and hot. The opposite. Okay. Uh, yeah, smart and ugly. Okay. So he and the one who is the one who is beautiful is jealous that her ugly sister gets all the attention due to her intelligence. Okay. Which feels a little backwards. Yeah. From, from, from how these stories usually go. The society I live in tends to value mm-hmm. the hot. And I feel like is that the moral of the story then? Is make this the hot girl smart? No. So what he does is he just meets the ugly girl mm-hmm. and he's like No, he meets yeah. He meets the beautiful girl and he's like, you're beautiful, but you're dumb. I'll mm-hmm. make you smart. I'll be back in a year. We'll get married. She's like, this is great. I'm smart. Now I've got both. He comes back in a year and she's like, being smart and all, I have given this more thought and you are very ugly. Oh, uh, that's great. I don't want to marry you. Yeah. Because I promised this a year ago. She's like, that doesn't hold up. Mm-hmm. And then they're like, I'm ready to call off the wedding. But she's like, oh, wait, I, now I remember. That same fairy that talked to you said that I have the ability to make ugly people who I'm in love with beautiful. And bang, she makes Ricky Tuft a beautiful prince. Oh, wow. And now we've got two beautiful, smart people. This is an allegory for alcohol. (laughs) (laughs) Could be. You're saying some smart stuff. And, And then they get married. And everyone's happy except for the probably, rest of society. Who's and the, ugly and the dumb and, sister. And dumb. I think the dumb sister or the ugly sister is yeah. still ugly. Yeah. But she's smart. So uh-huh. she gets a nice. She emotionally smart so she can get over it, process it. Probably. Or at least she has a good income because she's, yeah. uh-huh. you know, she's working. She's got a good government Spending job. Spinning yarn into gold. 
Uh, and so that's that's Ricky Tuft. Okay. The moral of the story is through magic, people can find love. <laughs> <laughs> through just <laughs> having fairies allow you the ability to change other characters. Fairies so really involved in love. What's that about? Uh, was Tinkerbell into love? Actually, Tinkerbell seems like a rapscallion. Oh, Tinkerbell's very jealous. We'll get into that oh. on a future... Uh, Peter Pan episode. This is foreshadowing. <laughs> the way the, we're foreshadowing. The way the remember this. Our our magician, uh, the open mic magician, declared foreshadowing. <laughs> you want to give someone a lime, and he's like, "This lime." He is didn't even give it. He's just like, "I have a lime on me." Witness the lime. Know that this is foreshadowing, and then he would go, "Remember the lime I mentioned earlier." <laughs> Do. Where'd that go? <laughs> you got to hear about this wedding. All right, let's hear about the wedding. <laughs> so this, well, I went to a Greek Orthodox wedding, uh, and I remembered oh, mid ceremony. This is the the owners of the club, correct? Like, yeah, yeah. And I remembered mid ceremony what Orthodox meant because it was an hour and fifteen minutes, and it was all this like. Time we're singing and talking at the same time. But the funniest <laughs> the part to me is that it went so long that the song had to get like self like referential. It felt like <laughs> improv. He's like, like I sung earlier, the thing about <laughs> the thing. Yes, it really felt like a bit. I was like, are they fucking with us? They're into the comedy world. Is this a is this a prank? <laughs> I'm sweaty and hungover. You went to the, I didn't know you went to the ceremony. Yeah. I thought you just went to the reception. I would have liked that in hindsight. Uh, so but you they, went to an hour and a half Greek Orthodox like mass? Yeah, pretty much. And they uh, they put these little hats on them that connected <laughs> like they were in the movie Avatar or something and, and made them walk in circles. Are you kidding me? <laughs> it was real funny. It was uh, <laughs> mildly, I don't want to say embarrassing, but it was quite a scene. It was, I don't oh. think anyone loved it. I love picturing Otto wearing a wedding dress and a fucking <laughs> hat that has to connect to stew. That's... Uh, and some of the sexism in the, these old these old things. Uh, she is to be a fruitful vine in the recesses of his home. <laughs> <laughs> so I hope he, he goes forward and be like, I'm in the old fruitful vine this weekend. They're going to go down to <laughs> the distillery. But they addressed it at the end, too, in a way. They weren't just like, yeah, it was sexist, sorry. Uh, or they didn't just brush over it like people get that times have changed. Instead, they're like, eh, some of it sounds a little sexist, but actually, like, he's a pretty good dude. Like, <laughs> for the time, if you knew him like we knew him, he was actually pretty liberal. <laughs> it's like, this isn't helping. <laughs> All right, Adam. Well, did we... Did we cover off on mother goose as you'd hoped i mean i feel like i cracked into every one of those eggs those golden eggs she was sitting on mm -hmm. turn those into yarn mm -hmm. well, thank you everyone for listening what? uh i mean we appreciate you tuning in it's earlier today so thanks for getting up <laughs> with us and <laughs> uh check out the stuff rate the stuff listen tell someone you know follow us on stuff have have fun be nice out there Hey, yeah. Stop putting women in towers. <laughs> I think we've, we've had enough of that. No more towers. No more women. Uh, now that's not the message. <laughs> be a be a fruitful vine, whether you're a man or a woman. <laughs> Thanks for listening. <laughs>